The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I still have many things to say to you, but they will be too much for you now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will lead you to the complete truth, since he will not be speaking as from himself, but he will only say what he has learnt. And he will tell you of the things to come. He will glorify me, since all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. Everything the Father has is mine. And that is why I said, all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. The Gospel of the Lord. When we think about our, our faith story, um, we often come, we often realize and we stop and think about it, how far we've come. I remember when I was going to the seminary, um, I went to see the old parish, or the older parish priest, and I think about how old he was now, he probably wasn't that old. Um, but I went and saw him and he says, when you go to the seminary, Steve, he says, it's, it's like being on a raft going down a slow flowing river. You don't think you're moving very far at all. But then you look back and you, you realize that tree that you just seemed to pass a minute ago is so far behind you now. You've moved on so far. And that, that journey of faith is, is true for all of us. Because always we're being led into, into the mystery of God. And it's whether we're aware of it or not. Because as we heard Paul say, you know, that God is very near to us. For it's in him that we live and move and have our being. He's never very far. But we might not always recognize that presence of God. And, and I think we, again we get a sense of that in the gospel reading today. Um, when Jesus says, I still have many things to say to you, but they will be too much for you now. And I think each one of us is, is learning more about God as we, as we journey through life. And we have all these experiences of life, but also as we reflect on them, they lead us into the very mystery of God himself. You know, as Paul was saying to the people of Athens, you know, we're all the children of God. So it says something about humanity being made in the image and likeness of God, doesn't it? And I think we learn from each other about what are the true things of life? What are the pure things of life? And then we understand a little bit more about God. For all of us, I think there's a certain um, unknowingness about God. Paul was saying how scrupulous you Athenians are, you know, um, and um, I was admiring all your sacred mon monuments and noticed that you had an altar inscribed to an unknown God. It's a bit like the, the people of Athens, you know, a dollar each way. Uh, they're wanting to make sure they, they don't offend any God uh, by not having an altar for him, so they set one up for an unknown God, and that covers all the other bits as well. Um, and um, But I think 
there's this, this, this sense for, for all of us, God is in a sense unknown. We're always growing and are knowing more and more about him. I received um, in the, the, the prayers of the faithful this morning a really beautiful prayer um, and it was praying for all parents who are grieving their children who have stopped or, uh, the practice of the faith. For all parents who are grieving their children who have stopped the practice of their faith. And I thought it's a beautiful prayer because it's whoever wrote it is obviously feeling their own pain about this, but also realizing that their pain is just not unique to them, that there's lots of parents that, that are having that. And it's not only just the parents who have it, you know, it's, uh, it's our teachers and our schools, it's our priests and our parish, you know, it's, it's many people, the, the youth group leaders, when kids stop coming, um, all these sorts of things um, are, are a, real, um, a real sadness that, that we carry. But I don't think we should get too bogged down on it. Because if we get bogged down on it, uh, we lose sight of Jesus himself. You know? And I think that, that what it's a sign of, of when our young people walk away is that they never really had the faith in the first place. And remember I've talked before, um, and, and particularly in the, the youth uh, sorry, in the pastoral conference, the online pastoral conference, I talked about the stages of faith and that our faith has to change as we grow through our various stages of life. If our faith is still the same as it was when we were a child, then maybe it's, it's an, a, not a true faith. You know, if we're still looking to God as the Harry Potter God uh, who waves his magic wand and makes everything right when we ask, that's not the true image of God as well. You know, we've got to look to the person of Jesus Christ, who is the fullness of the revelation of, of, God's, of God's love for us, the fullness of the revelation of God himself, who's been made visible for us. But we look at how Jesus interacted with people. He look, we look at his relationship with the Father. And that becomes the model for how, how we live, for how we speak, but also for how we pray. And it's particularly, I think, the big challenge is that we haven't taught our young people to pray and to pray in our modern world where everything is filled with sound and light. You know, it's, uh, this, is, this is the real challenge. And it was one of the things so many people were saying about the lockdown. I enjoyed the silence. And you think of Jesus going away to, to lonely places, to be by himself, to, to enter into the very mystery of his Father. And that's what prayer should take us to, to that lonely place. I think if we reflect on how we teach prayer or how we've taught prayer, I think if we look at our own prayer life, we'll always find that there's something lacking. And that lacking that we find in our own hearts is a real uh, reminder that 
None of us have found God totally. There's always more. There's more of God that is unknown that we want to know. And so there's that desire within us to really want a deeper relationship with God. So for you parents or people that are concerned about people that have been practicing, given up the practice of their faith, maybe that's what we need to start praying for. Lord, give young people today a desire to seek you, a desire to enter into mystery, a desire to find that place of peace that only you can give. But we look to Jesus himself. Because remember, as Paul said to the people of Athens, he's close to us because it's in him that we live and move and have our being. Our young people may have walked away from the practice of their faith, but God hasn't walked away from them. So let's maybe change our prayer. Instead of saying, may they come back to the practice of their faith, let's say, Lord, open their hearts that they they might recognize you, that they may have a desire to find the truth and the peace that only you can bring. Let's be positive about the love our God has for us. Let's be positive about our young people because they are often amazing young people full of so much goodness. But we want them to have that experience a little bit more. And let's face it, it is hard in our world today. May our speaking to the people we love of our faith in Jesus be gentle. May it encourage them to seek the face of the God who comes to us.